0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another Revive Us Now podcast. I am your host, Steve Gray, and we're going to talk about revival. In fact, let's just ask ourselves this question. Would we even know a revival, if we saw one, if a revival struck in your church, would you know it was revival? Do we even know what we're looking for in a revival? And so this is just great questions. And uh, uh, first of all, I'd say yes, we would know it if it was a true outpouring of the power of God, because I've been in one, at least was labeled, if, if, if you don't believe me, then you can believe the news media. You can believe the, all the Christian broadcasters that broadcasted, even secular newspapers said there's something going on because they, they visited, you know, in, uh, uh, this that movement and it was packed, you know, with people and and uh, they came and they called it. They said there's something, you know, and we'd see the power of God strike people who weren't even Christians. They'd they'd be reporters. They'd have they'd come in with their cameras and the power of God would strike them just being there just a little while and they'd fall to the floor or they'd feel something or they'd break under the power of God. And these were not even Christians, just regular reporters from different newspapers and magazines and and things like that. So yes, I think you would know if it was a full fledged outbreak of the power of God which we call revival renewal glory of God, whatever you want to call it, yeah, I think you'd know it was so it was so thick with God you'd walk in and the air was so thick with god it was it was uh it was overwhelming, wonderful. And then for some people though, it was overwhelming, terrifying because they'd never been in it before. And they had to kind of try to analyze what is this, you know, and adjust. Is this God? You know, they didn't even have to ask themselves the question, is this really God? Because I've never experienced it before. So would we know a a true, real revival? We'd know there's something, even if you, you, you were a a person was opposed to it, they'd know there's something there to oppose. (laughs) There's at least something, they wouldn't like or something to oppose, or if you loved it, you'd say, there's something here that I love. But what about the beginnings? What do do we know like there's the beginnings? Like we say, revival is starting. How would we start? How would we know it's starting? So I picked a scripture here uh, in Luke chapter six. It says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not, not do what I ask or do what I say? You see, that would be the beginning of, we would know revival is starting just think about it. If the people of God, because he's talking to his, the people of God here, if the people of God would start doing what Jesus says, why, why do you not do what I say? You call me Lord, Lord. Okay. Uh, all the churches do that I know. Maybe there's some weird ones that I don't know, but just the regular churches everywhere in my town, they they sing songs about him. They call him Lord, Lord, but uh, what's the ratio of actually doing what he says? I think it's not very high. Uh, we don't. I don't think how we we come into church saying, "I just can't wait to be told what to do." So he says, "How come you call me Lord, Lord, and uh, not do what I say?" So imagine that if all of a sudden churches, a church, your church. Uh, any church, start actually deciding we're going to start doing what he says. If we're going to call him Lord, Lord, let's do, let's start really purposing in our hearts to start doing the best we can at least to do what he says, to think what he's saying and start doing what he says. That would be the beginning of a revival. It would revive us. It would renew us. It would be a true beginning, at least, of something of God has happened because it'd be different than all the other churches. We're going to try to do what he says. And then he gives the example, as for everyone who comes to me and hears my words, you know this part, you know, the foolish man, uh, the wise man builds his house on the rock. You know that singing it ever since you were a kid. And he says, and anybody that hears my words and puts them into practice, you know that. And he says, it's like a man building a house and dug deep and put it on the rock. And then NIV says, a new national version says, when a flood came, some of them says when when it comes, it's going to come as if it does come. But anyway, the, you know the torrent was struck with the flood and but it, it couldn't be shaken. The, the house still stands. Why? Well, his example is because they have heard the word and they put it into practice before the flood comes. Now, a lot of people try it the other way around, don't they? They like, they the flood starts and then they start quoting scripture. <laughs> the flood comes, they go grab their Bible, right? The flood comes and they call the preacher. The flood comes and they call the pastor, you know, or they call their their uh, prayer warrior or their prayer friend or whatever, you know, they call the prayer hotline and, uh, because now the flood is here, and they see that. So, so uh, in this one, it says that's not how it works. You first, you hear, you're, you're, you call him Lord, Lord. You hear the word of God, and you do it, and now you're prepared for any flood or the torrent or whatever, the storm, whatever you want to call it. That's how it works. Well, that would be in most churches, most denominations, if people set their heart on doing what Jesus says, that would be in my in my book the beginning of a revival, uh, a renewal, and and it would glorify God so much. All right, now I don't think it'd be the outpouring and final phase of a great glory of God coming down that we read in history books that just blew people away or the Cambridge revival where they described it. It looked like a machine gun. had opened up on people, just spraying them, knocking them down like the hundreds. No, it wouldn't be like that, but it would be the beginning of a great move of God that could lead to something much, much bigger. And of course, you know, the next part now, don't you? The next part is the person who does not listen to the word and does not do it. Well, wait a minute. They hear it, but they don't do it. I need to correct that because they heard it, but they don't do it. That'd be the churchgoer that sits there. You know them. They're the bobbleheads. Yeah, the bobbleheads, <laughs> I've been preaching a long time to bobble, you know, I've seen bobbleheads all over the world. Those are the people that nod and nod and nod, bobblehead, you know, but they don't plan on doing anything different. And so they're the ones that hear the word, but they don't put them into practice. And you know it, you've, you've heard the song, the foolish man builds his house upon the sand. And he says, that's like the man who hears the word and uh, and yet he built it on on the sand. And then same thing, storm hits torn hits and that house collapses then and destruction is complete now we need to put this into context though because we always put this like into future reference and maybe it'll happen maybe it won't happen but did you know this is a prophetic word when Jesus actually spoke it now it's a prophetic word for us we need we need to take it to heart and make it work and also in our day I think we need to take special attention to it. But did you know it was a prophetic word in Jesus' day? What he was actually saying, he wasn't saying this could happen, this might happen. He's saying it is happening because the uh, religious people of Jesus' day who were in control of the temple and the priesthood and uh, the synagogues and all that, uh, especially in Jerusalem, he's he's already revealing what's going to happen. He's not saying... It it might happen. He said, this is what's going to happen. You're not listening to my words. We know that, right? They weren't listening. They were opposing him. And so he's saying, your house is built on sand. And so when the storm comes, it's going to crash. So it's a prophetic word given in around, you know, A.D. 30-ish. That in A.D. uh, 70-ish, right before then, 68, 69, 70-ish, a great storm is going to come. And the Roman Empire is going to send a great army in, and that storm is going to come. And because at that time the religious, I'm not talking about Jewish people, I'm talking about the religious system at that time was not built, as we know, not built on the words of Jesus because they rejected him, the system did. And so we know what's going to happen. That house, what house? See, when Jesus went in and turned the tables over in the temple, Uh, And he, you know, he rode in on the, on the colt and then he went in and he tore the place up. Right. And he said, my house should be a house of prayer. He called it a house. And now he's saying that house, if it's not built on my words, which it wasn't, or he wouldn't have torn it up. He said, my house. And here he says, that house will come down with a great crash. When he left the place and they walked around, they said, look at the beautiful buildings, what Jesus said. He said, you know, this house is coming down. Those buildings are coming down. Yeah, they're coming down. And they'll come down with a great crash. Yeah. And so here he is predicting what's going to happen to the temple of Jerusalem and other buildings and to the people of Jerusalem in 70 AD. So it's not a, it's not a guess like maybe this will happen or maybe you, it's already in the works because they had already rejected his words and this is what's going to happen. All right. So it's a, it's a prophetic word for his day. The religious system was built on the sand. Now, this uh, concerns me because uh, I've been in hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of churches around the world and in our country because I've been doing this a long time. Traveled a lot, pastored a lot in my own churches. And I see, uh, like I said, people listening to sermons, but they don't plan on doing anything different. I mean, I just know. They don't come in saying, I can't wait to hear this sermon because uh, as soon as I hear it, I I can't wait to get out of here and change something. No, it's like we're going to hear it, but you get the idea. They're not going to do anything different. They're just going to hear it and kind of agree with it and then go about life. And uh, so he said the people hear it, but they don't do it. And it's like building upon sand. So when the storm comes, it falls with a great crash. Well, that was in Jesus' day. I'm a little bit concerned about it in our day. Can you can you can you look out into our day in our culture today and see that there are there could be a mighty storm arising, you know, on the on the on the horizon? Yeah, where we have or just name it, like we have nations. Now planning, uh, they would there's some nations would love to to have what we have, they'd love to go to war with us if they thought they could win. They're plotting together, there could be some nations coming together. We we know it's possible that that uh, Russia and China, maybe North Korea, would would come together in a great alliance to to form against the United States and and form against uh, possibly uh, the European countries and NATO or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean. They'd love to do it. They've already decided they'd like to do it. Now, will they do it? Well, that depends on a lot of things, doesn't it? And what about uh, now? We talk about shortages and our our uh, shelves being empty, and and uh, well, I've, ne- I've I've been around a long time. I've never seen that in my lifetime. And uh, and uh, crime is is at is a place in our country where it's never been there before. You just go on and live, inflation going to go up like it's never been before, and uh, and the the morals and the ideas of 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 marriage and home and family and church and God and all those things it's all being wiped out democracy is being challenged that it no longer is democracy anymore all that's going on around us and have we built a church on the rock that could stand right that could stand a torrent that could stand this storm that's trying to rise up? Will it rise up? I don't know. Maybe it'll change. Maybe that. But what could, what should happen is the church right now can see all these things taking place. And a preacher at the local church, this church, that church, over there in this denomination, some of these people on TV, some of them on radio, some of them doing podcasts, all ought to be getting together and saying, you know what? We're in danger of a storm. We can see a storm could be on the horizon. What should we do? We should, we who call him Lord, Lord, should begin to say, let's start doing what he says so we will be ready for any storm. And our house, our church, our houses, our families, we'll be able to weather this storm because we have built our house upon the rock. Children know this song, you know, the wise men built his house upon the rock. They know it from from childhood, but people don't actually do it. I see it's very possible. There was a storm on the horizon in Jesus' day. He said those who built their house on the Rock are going to stand, but he's prophesying that there was a religious system that was built on sand. It's coming down, and we can prophesy that today, too. The religious system of our day will not be prepared. It is not prepared. It does not have the faith. It does not have the power. It does not have the roots in Jesus' word to stand up against the kind of storm that's trying to rise our way. But you can because you can be a person of revival and hear the word of God and do it and build your church, your house, and your home upon the rock. In Jesus' name. I hope you took to heart this word today for revival. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival.